Hey, hello, and welcome to the show. It's me, JP, and it's time for another John Parks product pick of the week. Here we are. And uh, I love this one. I'm excited about the product this week, so let's get to it. First of all, I want to say hey to people over in the YouTube chat. Hi, Randall Bone and Tackle the World. Uh, welcome. Hey, Noam Pedro. Right. Yeah, that song. That's, uh, that's a bop. It slaps. Uh, and it's by our very own Bartlebeats. Uh, so check it out. Um, what else is new? Uh, hey, people over in the Discord chat. That's where it's at, if you're wondering. If you're wondering where you can find people chatting, uh, head to adafruit.it slash Discord. Go sign up and jump into the live broadcast chat where you have people like Catney, Scotty Beam Me Up, C. Grover, Cup of Coffee, Mike P. Skrrr. Hello and welcome. Uh, and... Uh, Let's see, what are we gonna do? Let's, um, let's point you somewhere. So if you head to this URL right here, uh, you can jump in on this 50% off discount action that we've got on today's product pick of the week. Let me make sure I'm not a liar. I'm gonna secretly in the background refresh my, yeah, half off, wow. So uh, I won't reveal too much, but head there, check that out. If you, uh, if you want to find out what it is, well, let's have Lady Ada tell us all about it. So take it away, Lady Ada. It's a round rectangle display. Uh, people know Adafruit. We love to have custom displays, uh, breakouts and such. And it's been a tough year for displays. It's, um, they're, they've gone very expensive. But we did want to uh, bring this one out. This is a 1.7 inch diagonal 240 by uh, 280 display. And it's got a cool thing going on with it. It's grounded rectangle. Um, so this is, you know, if you have like a watch, like a smart watch or whatever, you'll notice that they have, you know, rounded rectangle screens. And so these are, you know, designed for use in those cases. But I thought maybe people would have uh, some other use. Okay, I have to remember this is, yeah. sorry, this is. <laughs> so this display, I'll say so, you can see how it cuts off um, on the corner. So this display, I guess people are like, oh, and you have to do some special memory mapping. No, it, it looks to memory, in the memory, the way you write to the screen, it looks like a square display. It's just literally those corner, it, it just, you know, corner pixels, they just don't show up. Um, so this is a, um, you know, you could use it for a smartwatch if you want, but it also just has a kind of a funky look to it. Um, you just use it like any other ST7789 display, nothing special about that there. Um, 240 by 280 pixels, it's an IPS display, so it looks good even if you're angled like this. Um, I think, you know, people are like making their own DIY smartwatches, it's gonna be a good use for that. But it's got also got very high PPI, so any, any sort of small wearable um, or project. And I think one of the things that's, uh, we're trying out that's new with um, this TFT is, you know, a lot of people really liked our STEM IQT board system, where, um, which is based off of SparkFun's Quick. Uh, it's, it's the same compatibility, same pinout, where you can use any um, anything with I squared C would have the same connector, so you can easily plug and play and chain them together. And we thought, um, well, what if we did the same thing for SPI? Because a lot of people have displays, especially if you're making a smartwatch, you may not want to solder it in, you might want to have a flex display. So we actually saw that DF Robot had um, a pinout that they were using on some of their displays. And I thought, this is really cool. We made it ours compatible, it's three or five volt logic. Um, and we tried putting it on this display. So going forward, we'll probably have dev boards that have this flip top flex connector 
that our TFTs will be able to plug into so you can just attach a display as easily as you would a uh, STEM EQT. So this is the first one. So hopefully by the time this video is a year old, we'll have a bunch of products with this connector on them. Hey, that sounds great. In fact, I want to check it out myself. So hang tight while I head back there to the back of the workshop to the magic cabinet of wonder things inside of small drawers. I'll go get one. It's a round... Yeah, that's our product pick of the week. It is the 1.69 inch round rectangle display. This is a TFT IST display and it has 240 by 280 pixels. And it's a nice tight resolution, 220 pixels per inch. Uh, and it's, it's most notable feature, of course, is this wild round shape, rounded corners. Who doesn't love rounded corners? I don't know if there's anyone who doesn't love rounded corners. Check it out. Let me uh, let me show you my down shooter here. Here's a look. That guy likes rounded corners. He's got kind of a blockhead, doesn't he? Um, but there it is. There's the display. And uh, what I have going on here is, as Lamore mentioned, we have a couple of ways of hooking this up. You can use the pins here at the bottom, either solder wire directly to it, or solder on some header pins and plug it into a board. Or we've got this little ribbon cable connector, this flex cable connector. And so there will be some upcoming dev boards that will allow us to really nicely and neatly plug that little ribbon connector in and use all of the features without a bunch of extra wiring hanging off, which is really cool. Uh, what I have right here is sort of the traditional, easy to understand way of, of doing that, which is the focus there. Uh, I've just got a Feather, or rather a, a Metro M4 here and I'm connecting up to power and ground and then the SPI uh, pins there as well as uh, a couple of extras for reset um, and clock. The, uh, let, me, let me zoom back in here. The code for this, you can run this in Arduino or in CircuitPython. I happen to have some CircuitPython uh, slideshow code running on here right now. And you can see it's able to update the image if you pay close attention to this weird guy here. His eyebrows change every eight seconds or so, which is uh, just enough to, to make you question your sanity sometimes. Uh, but what I'll do is let me show you how the code works on this, and uh, we'll change that out, show some other examples. But first, let me head to uh, that page, because check it out. We've got 50% off right now. So if you head to product ID 5206... Uh, that will take you to the product page. We have this video playing right inside of it, so you can watch it from inside of here. I can't do that because I'll suck us into a fractal infinity. Uh, but there it is on sale for $8.75, which is just a terrific price. Uh, you can get a maximum of 10 of them, and there's no coupon code needed. That price is available during this show, uh, and then it switches back right after the show, pretty soon after the show, to the full price of $17.50. Uh, and if we check this out, it talks about some of the specs on this. This uses an ST7789 
driver chip, TFT driver chip for it, and we have some nice libraries for that in both Arduino and CircuitPython. Uh, it is 3-volt and 5-volt compatible, which is great. It has a level shifter built on board on the, on the uh, breakout there. And you can also go and check out the, uh, the data sheet for it. Uh, you can check out the learn guide. If you scroll down here, you'll see here's uh, what pins are connected either over the iSpy connector. And I'm loving this new little logo here for this iSpy. Uh, or just through the regular pins on the bottom. And this uh, link right here will take you to the learn guide. Oh, that didn't work. Sometimes that doesn't work the first time. Let's, let's try it a second time. There we go. Uh, and this is by Melissa, and it talks all about uh, how to set it up, the pinouts on it, and then wiring it to a couple of different microcontroller boards, as an example here in the Arduino section of drawing using the GFX graphics library and drawing bitmaps, as well as a little basic uh, circuit Python uh, wiring diagrams and a couple of bits of code that'll get you started with displaying some, uh, some simple graphics on there. And uh, then you can use a whole bunch of different CircuitPython image loader or uh, display I.O. graphics on it like I am here. Uh, let's take a look at that, in fact. So here I've got, let me jump over to my Atom session there. Uh, and so what I've got going on here is I've imported time, board, display I.O., and image load. And then I'm also importing the uh, library for this driver chip, the ST7789. Then we release the display. This is an important one. Sometimes if a, if a display bit of display code doesn't seem to be doing anything, the display needs to be released first. So that's usually our first thing in display I.O. Then we set up the SPI on the board and uh, name the pins being used uh, for data and clock, uh, chip select, reset, uh, and command down here using this four wire uh, inside of display I.O. And then when we set up the display, this can be used sideways or vertically, so landscape or portrait. Uh, what I have right now is sort of a uh, portrait view, so this sort of vertical view. So you can see I set it up on the display bus with a width of 240 and a height of 280 because I have in this taller orientation. And the rotation is set to zero, so this is sort of the default state of the board. Um, then, and we'll change that in a second, but let's, let's keep going with this. Then we set up the screen, we set up display, uh, and then I've got a couple of files on disk that I'm opening uh, one after another. So it's this one called jp.bmp and jp2.bmp, and that's why we're seeing the, the two uh, eyebrow change images. And then I have a variable here I've created called pause time that just says how long are we going to wait before we load the next image. And then we add the, uh, the screen to the display I.O. group, uh, or the other way around, actually. And then my main loop here, I've got, uh, this is some code I cribbed from Todd Bot's Tips and Tricks, CircuitPython Tips and Tricks page. This just displays images from a slideshow. So uh, for file name and file names, which is this list I created right here, it will uh, set the image and palette of image load with the name of that file. Uh, and then it adds that image to the tile grid, waits, and then repeats the process, which is what loads the next one. So if we want to see a big change in this, what I can do is I'm going to, uh, first of all, let's just flip the orientation and leave that same image. So I'm just going to uncomment, recomment, uh, hit save, and this being CircuitPython, there's no need to compile, it just saves it right to the board. And you can see now I've turned it sideways and I've also got the wrong pixel count. We've got 280 wide and 240 high 
uh, now. So we should, we should rotate this around and we should rotate that in code and feed it an image that is appropriately shaped. So what I'll do uh, is change which images I'm loading here. And let's bring in this little uh, Pip-Boy slideshow. And that should be all I need to change. I'll hit save. And that's gonna load up these uh, really cute images that I grabbed from a, a version of the uh, Fallout 4 Pip-Boy, which is a little wrist-mounted display, and uh, then converted them into, into some BMP files. It was originally a GIF. Did some, some changes so they'd fit nicely. Uh, and you can see here we get a pretty decent frame rate. That's about as fast as this is gonna go unless I were to optimize the graphics further. Um, but I think that's probably about as fast as it's gonna go. So you're not gonna play back uh, high-speed GIFs inside of CircuitPython on this the way I have it configured. Uh, but you might be able to use this as a pretty cool GIF player inside of Arduino. We have some pretty fast GIF players, which is cool. And of course, you can imagine I'm inspired by this to want to mount that on my wrist and make a little miniature baby version of the Pip-Boy. If you're familiar with the original Pip-Boy, it's a big honkin' uh, sort of uh, atom punk sized uh, diesel-punk-sized uh, wrist wearable often made with a Raspberry Pi. I think it would be cute to do a little prop version of that uh, that's a little smaller for everyday wear. And one of the cool things is that uh, with the new uh, connector, that iSpy connector there, you could have the microcontroller mounted just to the side of it, maybe use a little Cutie Pie. That would be cute. Maybe a Cutie Pie RP2040 would be nice and modern for that. Uh, and then I just had one other simple example here. Uh, if I comment out those files there and bring on these, uh, this was a different set of images that I grabbed and, and modified a little bit just to show uh, some, some more uh, tonal mapping there. It looks really nice with this sort of monochrome uh, type of thing, I think. And it's looking really nice and flicker-free even on camera, which is a rarity. Sometimes uh, these things will, uh, will flicker a bunch on camera, but it looks uh, like this picks it up really well. And uh, let's see. I think that's it as far as the code that I had there. And there's other examples that, that come in the, in the Learn Guide if you want to get started with that. Um, and let's see what else. Let's uh, check in with our chat here. Uh, let's see. The Discord chat has whatever that is going on. Thanks, Todd. Um, and some, some reverb questions. Uh, all right. So... Let's see, anything else? Let me know if you got any questions about this. Uh, I think it's a, a pretty cool product pick. Uh, you can see here it's got this sort of built-in um, bezel, you can see. So if you were to mount uh, some 3D printed or laser cut electronics around it, you would include a sort of rounded uh, radius corner there. And it's uh, built into the display as well. You can see the pixels don't go all the way to the edge, so you, you might... Um, choose to build a mat for that all the way to the edge of your screen top or leave that visible. Uh, you can see a little connector there as well, but uh, really neat, fun shape. Uh, of course, you could do this sort of thing in graphics if you wanted to, but it's kind of nice to have to not think about that, especially when you're grabbing graphics from different places and adjusting them without needing to um, always put the same overlay on it. This does it for you. This, this display has the uh, built-in loss of those 20 or so um, across and down pixels in the corner there. So uh, let's see. I'm going to jump back to that previous set of images because I thought those were so cool. And uh, I'll save that. It looks cool with text on it too, I have to say.
Um, so if you want to go and grab one, head back to uh, this page right here. Let me hit back. And that is uh, the product ID 5206. And uh, that is 50% off right now, which is pretty cool. Uh, like Lamore said, we'll have boards in the future that will have that little iSpy connector, which I'm looking forward to. I think a cutie pie with that would be really great, uh, really ideal for, for having uh, both the Stemma QT on there and this uh, iSpy for SPI stuff would, would make things really compact, really neat for, for wiring, uh, which I love. So I think that's going to do it. Head, head on over there, pick up uh, one today for $8.75 and let us know what you use it for. I'd love to see these in projects in the wild for, uh, for some smartwatch types of things and uh, other wearables would be really cool, cool as well as maybe uh, displays for instrumentation. Uh, so I think that's going to do it. I'm going to uh, grab this. You can see it's got some mounting holes on there that take M2.5 screws, but I'm just going to put a little piece of wire in there so that I can hang it from my product board back here. Uh, so that is the product pick of the week. It's the 1.69 inch rounded corner TFT ISP display with 240 by 480 pixels. And that is a SPI um, interface on that one. Hang that on the board and uh, we'll get out of here. So thank you everyone for stopping by. And uh, I will see you next time on JP's product pick of the week. Bye-bye.